it's unique. And I think you need to, to really stand up and stand out. You need to be a, a unique experience for, for people that come to your place. What's up, Zach Oates here, author, entrepreneur, and customer relationship guru. Welcome to Give an Ovation, growth strategies for restaurants and retailers, where we find industry leaders to share their secrets to grow your business. This podcast is sponsored by Ovation, the actionable guest feedback tool that works on or off premise and is easy, real time, and actually drives revenue. Learn more at OvationUp.com. Welcome to another edition of Give and Ovation. I am joined today by Roba Jandevain, who is the owner and head chef of the 30-year-old restaurant called The Daltons in the Netherlands. Now, this is a bit of a unique guest, right? I don't normally have people from the Netherlands on Give and Ovation, but you may have read his name in Thrillist, in Esquire, uh, and about 5,000 other places online. Why? I'll let, you, I'll let him tell you uh, why, but this is... You know, I, I read about his story. I saw the pictures. I contacted him and invited him on the podcast and so grateful that he came on. Robert, thank you for joining us on Give an Ovation today. Oh, thank you. Really nice to be here. I mean, amazing. And it was an amazing boss and amazing like journey that I had with his burger. And uh, great to tell my story up here. So now he, he just hinted at it, right? He said uh, the story of this burger. Now, a good burger, you can get a good burger for 10 bucks. Uh, you could get a great burger for $20. Robert, actually behind him in the video, I know we can't see it on the podcast, but he has a certificate behind him. And tell us what that certificate's for, Robert. Well, it's a certificate of the official world record organization for the most world most expensive hamburger ever made and sold. I made so, a hamburger. Yeah, this hamburger, I mean, what is it? Was it $100? Was it $200? How much was this hamburger? A, a little bit more. Take another guess. A little bit more. <laughs> I, I'm cheated because I know. Uh, it's a hamburger and it's uh, 5,000 euros. So probably need something like $6,000, I think. Isn't that unreal? The, the actual record came out as 5,964 US dollars for this burger. Now, Robert, okay, let's take a quick step back. This restaurant, and I want to start with you first. This restaurant is 30 years old. You obviously are not uh, an old man. You're a young guy. Um, so tell us about how the restaurant started and what your upbringing was like with this restaurant. Well, I'm a young guy. I'm 33 years old and it's a family business. My uh, father started it about 30 years ago. And when I was a little kid, I grew up in here and um, I, I've seen the transformation in the restaurant. And I always wanted to be in the hospitality business. I always wanted to be a chef. So I went also to a school, hospitality school. And actually, I lived in America for one and a half years, worked in uh, Orange, Be uh, Orange County, Huntington Beach at uh, Hilton. And when I came back to the Netherlands and I joined my father in uh, the restaurant, took over, gave him a little bit of money, said, well, I'm running the show now. And uh, I started doing uh, the family business. And, and my restaurant. And it's like, uh, well, it's not a chain. It's actually one business. And uh, it's like, I think you can call it like a diner or something. 
uh, we have hamburgers, hot dogs, uh, but also like uh, noodles and everything is made fresh. Uh, never frozen beef. Well, we do, we do hamburgers, and we we all, all everything we do we do it like we do it good. Yeah, so a little bit more, yeah, a little bit more fresh, a little bit more uh, flavor, a little bit more expensive, but you get quality food, quality fast food. So. What led to the world's most expensive hamburger? How did you come up with the idea? Well, we go back to January and because of the pandemic, my restaurant was closed. The takeaway was still open, but uh, like the actual restaurant was closed. And I was feeling a little bit down at the moment because I couldn't do the thing that I love and making great dishes. And I was training a manager that night and I had to be there just to check if she was doing everything okay because it was her first solo night but I didn't really need to be on the work floor. So I was sitting in the restaurant behind my laptop, pretending that I was doing some work, but actually I was just surfing <laughs> the World Wide Web. And then I saw like the, the old record and it was from Juicy Foods from Amer in America, Oregon. And it was uh, 4,100 euros, but it was a burger of 350 kilos. So a massive burger, whoa. like a, a real big one. And I was like, whoa. What a cool record, but if you have a record like this and you make the most expensive burger in the world, you should make a burger that, that one person can eat, that's capable of one person can eat. And after I thought that, that was like, okay, I don't have anything to do right now because my restaurant is closed and I'm feeling a little bit down and I needed something to, to cheer me up, to give me a, a boss. Uh, normally I have a lot of energy, but... Uh, at that point, I was like feeling down. I was like, some people go to therapy. And I decided, well, therapy doesn't work for me, but maybe this is. So I, <laughs> I'll tell you, it's a lot more expensive than therapy, Robert. <laughs> I think it is. Well, it, it costs a small fortune to make a, a burger like this and to test a lot of things. But, uh, well, it, it was a great journey. And also my, my uh, the people that I buy my stuff from, they were like, oh, we're going to help you. So that was, that was a great a great journey to do. So so tell us some of the ingredients that are on this burger. Okay. So the burger, I already knew that that's a lot of ingredients uh, that I wanted to use. Uh, like you need to use Wagyu. It's the best beef in the world. So I made the burger to sell the patty. It's a 250 gram. I make it off the, the chuck, the uh, brisket, and the short rib of the Wagyu. A5, best quality beef uh, in the world, you know what Wagyu is, right? The cows yeah. that they cut the massage. Yeah, it tastes amazing if you do that. Well, the bun from the I wanted to do something special with the with the bun because it's like an underestimated thing of a burger. So I was like thinking, how can I make a bun that's worth a lot of money and that, that's rightful for the most expensive burger in the world? And one of the things I like most of ingredients is champagne, and I love Dom Perignon champagne. I actually love it. And I was thinking, well. Let's make a bread of Dom Perignon. And to even make it more special, let's put gold leaves on top of it. Maybe like a real golden bread. And that's the funny thing. If you eat a burger, and even if a burger costs 5,000 euros or $6,000, you still need to eat it with your hands. And when you finish, your hands are like golden. And that's a, that's a fun thing uh, to see. And then what, what else is in it, though? I saw that there was, was there a truffle. Truffle, yeah, of course. White truffle is on top of that. Well, uh, let, let's do the layers. So we start with the bun. Uh, on top of that, there's uh, a mayonnaise I made myself from duck eggs with some saffron in it, 
some real expensive salt. Then I put some uh, little gem salad on there. Uh, on top of that, that's white truffle. Then I have cucumber and uh, tiger tomatoes, and I pickle them myself, and I do that in a uh, green matcha tea, a real nice Japanese tea. It's about $600 a cup. Then on top of that, I put uh, the burger, the Wagyu, I five. Then I have some uh, cheddar cheese, the, mo mo the world's most expensive cheddar cheese. It's 444 uh, euros for one kilo. Oh then my I, gosh. Yeah. And it's a funny story. I come back to that one because that's, that's a real nice story about uh, the cheddar cheese. Then on top of the cheese, I make a barbecue sauce for myself. And what I put on there is uh, coffee Lua coffee. One of the most, uh, most expensive uh, coffee. It's like the, the chevette cats eat the beans. Uh -huh. They digest it. Well, you know how it comes out uh, yep. <laughs> on the natural uh -huh. way. They clean it really good and they make amazing coffee of it. Yeah, I saw it. I saw that when I was in Bali. I watched them actually make that uh, kind of coffee. You saw it, eat it, and then uh, digest yep. it. And you're like, okay. Well, I thought to myself when I heard that story, the first guy would drink that. How do you come <laughs> up with that? <laughs> you got to be, be really hungry. <laughs> you got to be. We really need a cup of coffee. What else I put in the barbecue sauce? I'm a huge whiskey fan so i got a bottle of uh, magellan uh, uh raw cask and i put a little bit of that in it that's also real expensive then on top of that i have iberico bellotta german the like the, the ham uh -huh. uh, from the iberico the mo real most ex uh, expensive ham uh i put uh king crab you know those massive beasts from uh deadliest cash when, when i saw that show of like wow I want to work with one of those those beasts. They're, they're insane. They're, they're so large. It's so, so amazing. So I wanted to work with that. And I was like, okay, I put that one on my burger too. Of course, a little bit of caviar, uh, beluga caviar. Then um, I finished the burger. I put like a stalk on top of it. And I've used the stalk with uh, smoke. And the smoke, uh, the, the wood I used is infused with the Medgallon whiskey again. So you have like an... Uh, a real experience when you come to the table like you need to put off the the, the stove and show the, 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 the what what was it yeah it's like a dome a glass dome oh it's a glass dome with smoke in yeah, it that you with pull it up oh that's cool yeah so that, that that's so cool i use it normally in my restaurant too and when people see that that that's well you get the real barbecue flavor like the smoke flavor inside inside the burger because of that but like the the experience to see that it's like, an, I don't know how to say that, the, the wow effect you got when you, yeah. you present a dish like that. Well, and you automatically get aromas and you, you, you kind of really start the experience right from the presentation, which is well, super cool. And, and that's one of the most important things I think right now in hospitality business, the experience. People want to experience like something that they can get at home and something real cool and you need to be uh, Instagrammable and like the experience, they, they tell about that. And that's one of the most important things you have right now in hospitality business. And this burger has a lot of experience because you, you have like the golden fingers, like the, the dome, the glass dome, the smoke. Everyone in the room can smell like the aromas of the, of the burger and everyone has to focus on the burger. So that's really amazing. So is this something that people can just come in to the Daltons and order the burger or is it something they have to... Is it something that like you did it one time and that's it? 
You, you can order it, the $5,000 burger, but I need about uh, two weeks to gather all the ingredients. And I've asked a down payment for uh, 750 euros because it cost me a lot of money to make this burger also. And uh, But if you want to want something and you don't have $5,000 to spend or you don't want to wait two weeks, I've got uh, the Golden Crew Burger. It's like the little burger of this version. It's a uh, tribute to my team. I call them the Golden Crew. And it has the same uh, flavor profile as uh, the 5,000 burger, but I don't use like the the... the most expensive ingredients in the world but okay. you still get a nice burger it's a dry aged uh burger of uh, black angus i put some cheddar cheese also on there there's no clean pepper, but i use tiger uh shrimps on top of that i use my own barbecue sauce uh, there's some uh mayonnaise i made myself not from duck eggs but from chicken eggs but it has like the same uh, flavor profile as it so you have a little bit what you can think of this should be uh, the five thousand burger Actually, that one is still golden. I use gold paint for it. And how and much is that one? Also, that one is uh, $25. Uh, 25 euros. Oh, that's it? 25 euro? 25 euros. That's oh, it. that's not bad at all. That's not bad at all, right? <laughs> so all and it takes is 25 euros and a trip to Amsterdam, right? <laughs> and a trip to Amsterdam. Take a cab for about 40 minute drive and uh, then you're set. There you go. So that, that's pretty much a $5,000 burger for us here. <laughs> <laughs> what a trip! Hey? But yeah, the trip back and forth. It's gonna be a little bit more, but so you can Robert, have a, like a. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. And so you can have a, like a, a real nice burger for about twenty five dollars on a plane ticket to Amsterdam. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait. You said that there was a story behind the cheddar. Yeah, the cheddar. So I wanted to when I came up to this plan, I was like, okay, which cheese I'm gonna use? Um, and I can make it a little bit more expensive. I could use like donkey cheese. You have to this, the most expensive cheese in the world. But I'm like, okay, that's, that's not what I'm searching for, for the flavor profile. So I want to use cheddar because I think cheddar is one of the best cheese to put on a, put on a burger. I mean, the, the, I like flavor and it melts real nice. So I was looking, I was, what was the most expensive cheddar in the world that I wanted to use? So I came up with Wiki Farms. It's made in England and they make the most expensive uh, cheddar in the world. They were like, okay, that cheese, I need that. But you can't get it anywhere in uh, the Netherlands. And they only make it for friends and family. So I was like, okay, how am I going to get it? Well, the only uh, thing I could do is pick up my phone. I called them and said, well, listen, I'm Robert. I have a restaurant in the Netherlands and I'm going to make the world's most expensive burger and I need your cheese. So like, okay, how much do you need? I was like, is it that simple? And that was it. Oh. You just send it over. I was like, okay. And they sent me over one. How much do you need? I said, oh, like one kilo or something. And uh, said, no, no problem. That is and so cool. 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 And, and did, you, did you, um, by the way, so someone had to buy the burger, right? Someone had to buy the burger. And I was thinking to myself through this plan. And I was like, okay, how uh, I'm going to sell a burger that's worth $5,000. Because you need to be nuts to, to buy a burger at $5,000. So I was talking to one of my uh, associates, uh, like a, a, a business that I do business with. And the manager of the business, that was like, okay. And it's like a real big business, a big company. They're like, okay, you're going to do that? No? Ah, okay, I like the ID. I'm going to buy the burger. <laughs> and in about two weeks, <laughs> I, I sold the burger. And we decided because he said, well, I'm going to buy the burger because I like your plan. And you're like, 
uh, doing something nice for, for the hospitality business because it was all uh, like bad news because of Corona, because of COVID. And he said, okay, we're going to buy it, but we're going to give the burger away to someone who really deserves it. So we really stood up for, for us and for uh, the, the hospitality business. We need to find someone who did that. So we gave it to the chairman of the Royal Dutch Hospitality Food and Beverage Association because he's doing a lot of work with the government and his free spare time and he come up with rights for hospitality business owners. So we gave him the honor of uh, eating the first burger and they paid me, the company is called Bremia. They paid me $5,000 for it. I was like, okay, well, you're going to be nuts to buy a burger that's $5,000. But in, uh, we have only 70 million people in uh, the Netherlands and 160,000 people are in need of the food bank. And I think it's ridiculous that the Netherlands is such a rich country and we still have people that need to use the food bank to, to get a living, to, to get food. So we gave uh, the, the $5, complete $5,000 away to uh, the food bank. And yeah, they can buy about 1,000 food packages for people in need. That is so, so cool. Even did, so we even did it for charity. So that's also a nice thing. Dude, that's awesome, Robert. I think the, the whole story from the beginning to end is just incredible. Um, really proud of what you've done and, uh, you know, so grateful that, uh, that, you know, you have gone out there and looked and seen, hey, what can we do to make this world a little bit better of a place? And what can we do to give people good news to talk about? And I love that. Um, so let, let's dive into some of these final questions here. What do you feel like is the most important aspect of guest experience nowadays? I know you touched on this earlier, but would love to kind of get your, your raw take on this. So, well, what I really think is you need to give them like a real experience, a wow factor, something they, they talk about when they get home or uh, in a birthday party like a week after. And they were like, whoa, what this happened in, in this restaurant? That's so amazing. You need to go, you need to go and see that. Uh, one of the things I do is like, uh, I do already said it with the dome, I filled it with smoke and I present a burger under it. Another one I have like uh, on the new menu, the ultimate cheeseburger. It's called Duck Holiday. It's like also an, an, an character from the Western. And uh, because it's a doctor, I put it like a syringe, big <laughs> needle, with filled with the cheddar cheese inside the burger. Uh-huh. And people can like put down the syringe and fill the burger with uh, with some extra cheese. So that's something people are going to talk about when, when they, uh, in a birthday party uh, a week later. What I also have is a burger. It's, uh, I've been second with that one with the best burger in Belgium, the Netherlands and Luxembourg. It's a plant-based burger and uh, I put it on fire. So oh, when you wow. get a burger, yeah, that, that's, it's turning some heads when, when I walk with that one to the restaurant. It's like a burger when you present it to the table. It's really on fire and people need to put it out themselves with uh, the bun. But that's... <laughs> and okay. there's some, some funny things that if you do that, I know people are going to talk about that when they... And people wanted to see that. And also with the smoke infused uh, with the dome, people they start taking pictures and they take the friends next week to, to the restaurant and they're like, okay, you need to order that one because the... The experience where you get it when it's on the table is such amazing and you don't get that anywhere else so it's, it's unique and i think you need to, to really stand up and stand out you need to be a, a unique experience for for people that come to your place yeah i love that 
Um, and what would you, you know, I, I would say what successful things have you seen or tried lately, but I, I guess I'll reframe that. What would you suggest to other restaurateurs who are looking to get some publicity, looking to share some good news out there? I'll do something that come out of your comfort zone and, and do something that's just nice and funny, but do something for charity. You don't have to do it this big or something. I didn't even know it was getting this big, to be honest. I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I'll see what happens. If I hit the local newspaper, that's okay. If I don't, that's also okay. I, I give $5,000 away to a charity. But that's nice. And I didn't expect that the whole world was going to uh, pick up the news. So that, that was a really nice thing. And but to do something, do something good for your neighborhood or something, and people will, will love it. If you do something local for, for your local uh, charity, people really like that, and your guests really like it, and they appreciate that. And they, they you get some 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 buzz going on around you, but it's also all also a good feeling to help some people. Yeah, I love that. And then lastly, who deserves an innovation in the restaurant industry today? Well, the, the person. Well, I have two, two innovations. I think uh, the local one is in the Netherlands. It's called uh, Fujarts. You can find them on Instagram. Uh, that's uh, a Dutch company, and it's from made of my supplier, uh, Bitfoot. And they really inspire like uh, people in the hospitality business from, okay, you can do this with uh, COVID. Um, they really helped. Like, uh, they even developed for restaurants and um, a takeaway. How, if your restaurant is closed, you can do takeaway. Okay, you can do this. They offer for free, and that's really great. Like a uh, website you can order from. They uh-huh. just because they wanted to help, like like hospitality, um, the small business owners, and they make a website uh, for you. Just, people can order online. So I think they they really need innovation because it was great that they do that. And how do you spell their? Uh, how do you spell the name? It's called Food Yard in oh, English. Food Yard. Food Yard. Cool, and cool. the other one, is, uh, it's English. It's like an uh, Instagram account. I'm following it lately. And he's going to get a lot of operations. I know that. But <laughs> it's from Gordon Ramsay, uh, the Street Burgers in uh, London. And he opened a new street food bar, uh, uh, street food burgers. And uh, you, you should also find it on Instagram. I mean, the burgers they make, they're amazing. And I can't wait to go to London and try one of those. And what's, what's their handle? Uh, Gordon Ramsay Street Burgers, I think. Okay, we'll check that out. Uh, Robert, you know, for being such a great light in the hospitality industry, for giving us something good to talk about, for enriching our conversation with your burger and with your food and with these ideas, today's ovation goes to you. Thank you so much for joining us on Given Ovation, man. Thank you. Thank you. And great to be here. Glad you're with us today. And thank you. Thank you to the risk takers, the troublemakers, the crazies who are keeping this world clothed and fed. You're the ones who deserve an ovation. Again, this podcast was sponsored by Ovation. To see how we can help you grow your business, go to OvationUp.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, remember to give someone in your life an ovation today.